Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. All praises are due to Allah. We praise Him, seek for His assistance and forgiveness, and we seek refuge with Him from evils of our souls and our misdeeds. No one can mislead whoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides, and no one can be guided whoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala causes to go astray. I testify that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah alone, and He has no partner. I also testify that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his slave and the last messenger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May the peace and the blessings of Allah be upon our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, his family, his companions, and all those who followed him and will follow him in righteousness till the day of judgment. Today's topic for the khutbah is going to be about the concept of fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we first think of fear, we always think of the idea of negativity. That when you have fear, it's something negative. It's something that causes you panic, something that causes disorder, something that when you think of it, something that you don't want to experience again. The idea of fear. But yet, we hear a lot the idea of fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Fear Him. You show, don't fear the shaitan, fear Allah. And we hear this brought up in many ayat, in which I'm going to bring up some ayat right now from the Quran, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Fear me alone. And another ayah says, says, and fear none but me. So, and there's more and more examples of you keep bringing them on throughout the khutbah. But you see what? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings up the idea of fear of Allah. Fear, fear, fear. What does that actually mean? Why do we even need to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the first place? In what context is this being put in? Well, in terms of fear, we're not talking about here panic and disorder. We're not here talking about something that you don't want to have. Rather, there's something that's beneficial for you. And even in certain instances, fear actually helps you. Having a fear of fire makes sure that you don't burn your hands. Having fear of drowning makes sure that you don't go to, into places that are too deep. Having fear of getting sick makes sure that you keep and stay in good health. So here in this context, fear is being sent as what? Something you fear Allah Taala. you fear his punishment, you fear his punishment, so what? That you hold yourself accountable. You hold yourself accountable. You hold yourself that you're not, held, you're not put into that position of in Jahannam, in hellfire, where Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala brings numerous ayat and ahadith, and there's a new ahadith by the Prophet Muhammad Wasallam, where he brings up the experiences of hellfire, of Jahannam. And yet, we still shy away. We still don't understand when a person says, Fear Allah. We think that person is being too harsh. What do you mean fear? No, this is what it means by fear. It means to be aware. And that's why another word that's often used and translated as fear in the Quran is taqwa. 
And taqwa means God consciousness. And they're linked together. The more you fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the more you are aware. And we all know about the hadith about the month of Ramadan, how it's supposed to build your taqwa, correct? In the ayah as well. It's to build your taqwa. Because what? It built that God consciousness. So the theme of this fear and this of taqwa is to make sure that you always have a correct, con- correct connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Always, whenever you take the next step that you have. Am I fearing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this action? Am I fearing His punishment that He has? Because I know for sure, I have iman, I believe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala exists. I believe that He gave me the Qur'an. And I believe in the Day of Judgment. And that's the reason why the people that overrun that we came here for Jum'ah. We believe this thing exists. We believe that Alhamdulillah be held accountable. So let that exist throughout your whole life. Throughout your whole day. And that's the idea of fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there's another ayah where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إنما ذلكم الشيطان يخوف أولياء يخوف أولياءه فلا تخافوهم وخافون إن كنتم مؤمنين It is only shaytan that suggests you to fear of his awliya which are his supporters and friends whether they be polytheists, the disbelievers, in the, in the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His Messenger, to fear them over, to fear the disbelievers and the polytheists and the people around you are taking you away over Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His Messenger. But then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continues in that ayah and says, So fear them not, but fear me, if you are true believers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala again, He brings up in this ayah what? This direct connection of fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to what? You being a true believer, to you living Islam, living to Islam correctly, abiding by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's rules. Something that goes very hand in hand. It's, it's brought up so many, so many ayat. Another ayah where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Another ayah says, Allah warns you against Himself, which meaning His punishment. And the other ayah said, so fear them not, but fear me. Again, this idea of fearing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Brought in multiple ayah. And what's the reason why? Very simple. It's because we believe that there is a accountability in the world. And what's going to keep, what's, what's going to remind you? What's going to keep you accountable? What's going to keep reminding you throughout your day? Throughout your life? When you get busy with work? Get busy with the struggles of the dunya. Get busy of fearing your worldly desires. Fearing what's going to happen to me at work. Fearing what's my family going to say about this. Fearing what's going to happen to me in society. Fearing this. Taking and or fearing shaitans from shaitans whispers. Fearing other things other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's going to push us away. But if we constantly remember to ourselves, I shouldn't be fearing this. Rather, the fear should be directed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I should fear Allah. Always be aware that he, I am held accountable for my actions. I will be held accountable. So you remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's punishments. But also, another beautiful thing is, we know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is what? The most merciful. The most forgiving. So right now we see what? A duality. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks us to fear Him, fear Him, fear Him, fear Him. <coughs> but in other ayat, 
In the hadith, Allah Ta'ala says what? Love him, love him, love him. I am the most merciful. So what does that do? That makes us, keeps us both motivated that hey, I can become better. I can become more obedient to Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala. I can worship him more. And Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala will forgive me for anything that I do wrong, but also keeps you focused. It keeps you accountable and say, hey, no, there's also another aspect of Allah that I'm not forgiving. Is that he's, I need to fear him. He's a Jabbar. He's the most just, he's the just. So if I do something wrong, I will be held accountable. And again, so we what? Fear Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala. And that duality, that fear and love, is what keeps us focused. And it's something that we should keep in mind, especially when Ramadan is coming up. Where it's a, the major theme of Ramadan is what? Taqwa. God consciousness. Why are you not eating? Why are you going against your basic human instincts of not eating and drinking? Why? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered you do not eat and drink during this morning. Because of what? Your taqwa, which is what? God consciousness. Why? Because you're a fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that I'm going to be held accountable if I do not obey the truth. And it builds that with you 24 7. You're thinking, I'm hungry, I'm thirsty, I'm hungry, I'm thirsty, but I can't because I fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's punishment. In a hadith, Allah, uh, Muhammad وسلم, says, On the day of judgment, none of you will have an interpreter between him and Allah. He will look to his right, and he will see nothing but that which he earned. And then he will look to his left, and will see nothing but that which he... Uh, then he will look to his left, and see nothing but his earned. Then he will look to the front, and he will see nothing but the fire in front of him. And so each one of you should save himself from the fire, even by giving half a day of fruit and share. This is what a reminder about Jahannam, a reminder about the hellfire. And how when he looks to his right, all the earnings that he had in his life are going to be gone. All of it. And then guess when he looks to his left? Same situation. Everything that he earned is gone. Everything that he did in his life is going to be gone. But what is going to stick with that person and their judgment? Their actions in obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Them fearing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala throughout their lives. Obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Being aware of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that's why even a simple charity of giving that date will give you what? An upper hand of the ability. So always thinking of ways. Always thinking of ways to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because what? Of that fear of the day of judgment. And another ayah, another hadith, the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa says, Verily, the least person who will be suffering from amongst the people of hellfire on the day of resurrection will be a man under whose souls would be placed two smoldering embers from which his brain will boil. He's inter- just internalized that. That the very, the least punishment of the people of hellfire, well, they're going to be what? Place two smoldering embers under their, under their souls, under their feet, and they will be so hot enough where what? His brain will boil. And that is the lowest, that's, that's like the easiest level one of Jahannam. Easiest, and that's why Allah Subhanahu wa Taala urges us in many ayat, and Prophet tells us in many hadith, fear Allah, fear Allah, fear Allah, fear Allah, and also remember, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is also the most merciful. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is also the most just. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala loves you. You know, you should love Allah as well. Many ayat that take that in and talk about this. 
and then you can go online and find out many tafsir and explanations and talks about this concept. And really both work hand in hand. Fearing Allah, but also knowing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves you. And you should love Allah. And as long as that, if you only focus on one, we're going to be doomed. But rather we focus on both in all aspects of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All the 99 names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All his characteristics. And that will take us, inshallah, bi the subhanahu wa ta'ala to Jannah. And let us at least avoid this punishment of the hellfire where even the lower, the, just the easiest level, will be enough to boil your brains. So brothers and sisters, let us understand our deen the way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to understand it. Go and read the Qur'an. Understand its meanings and its verses. Read the sunnah of our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and understand it and apply it in your life. And know your role to carry the people, Muslims and non-Muslims alike. And what? Without deviation from his Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's path and without compromising. Because the sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not compromise. So take this myth, take this lesson. Take this idea, and this is for first for me and for, for me first and foremost, to always have on your mind the fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Oh Allah, we seek your favor to let our hearts be full of your gratitude and keep our tongue moist with your remembrance. Oh Allah, guide us to know what is good, make us benefit from what we have learned, and increase our knowledge. Oh Allah, give us in this world that which is good, and in the hereafter that is which is much better, and save us from the torment of the fire. Oh Allah. Provide protection to our brothers and sisters and our children, children in Hashem, Palestine, Yemen, Afghanistan, Kashmir, Burma, Iraq, Pakistan, and other parts of the world. Oh Allah, keep us, us and them on, straight, on the straight path and fill their hearts with patience and tranquility. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, and Sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.